0: Uh, take the shot, and he's kind of quartering towards just a little bit. And, I mean, just, boom, just, I mean, just dropped him, dropped him like a sack of potatoes. And- <laughs> but here's where the typical Nate and Darren story starts. <laughs> Listening to the Muzzle Loaders Podcast, the show where we talk about anything and everything black powder. Alright, welcome to another episode of the Muzzle Loaders Podcast. We have Nate Savage, Chance Goodman, and uh, if you guys have been following our show over the last couple of months, you can probably guess that this is going to be our post-season wrap-up podcast. And uh, this is my favorite podcast of the whole year. I'm very excited to talk about all of the fun and exciting things Uh, everybody got action this year, which is exciting. Um, that can't, that doesn't always happen. And so, uh, it's fun to, that everybody's got to get in on some stuff. So, um, let's go ahead and just do a quick refresher. So what hunts did we go on and, uh, what species were we after? All that kind of stuff. So Nate, why don't you start with that? Alaskan moose with a musket (laughs) from the 1700s. (laughs) Wow. no just kidding that didn't happen <laughs> I wish <laughs> uh, Union County Whitetail yeah, yep that's the tag and we both had <clears throat> well you had other tags too <clears throat> talk about it all talk about all the oh, hunting oh we're doing all the yeah, hunting yes. oh man I got absolutely skunked in Oregon this year uh, had an Idaho tag for Whitetail um, Centerfire and then had a Archery General Season Catherine Creek tag uh-huh. and then the Union County yep.
1: Muzzle her, good tags Good tags. All right, Chance. What did you have? Yeah, nice. I had a uh, um a center fire buck tag for Catherine Crick. And then I also had a um a muzzle loader cow tag as well, too, for Catherine Crick. So nice Chance yeah. also got skunked in Oregon. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh
0: and then I had I had a rifle bull tag this year for the out here, and then I had a the grand ron whitetail tag so and the winner is darren (laughs) binder for acing organ this year (laughs) yes well i'm sure we'll get to talk about all that kind of stuff because this year was definitely an interesting year um elk season was a lot of fun on it you know elk season we got to got to see animals pretty much every day uh as far as like the most exciting elk hunts i feel like nate probably had the most exciting elk oh my goodness It was insane. It's <laughs> kind of unbelievable that you guys didn't tag anything this year. Yeah, we have a video on Instagram that has uh, 600,000 views now, wow. which is insane. Yeah. And that is the pinnacle of my hunting experience. <laughs> Absolutely crazy Yeah, story there. Well, let's hear it. There I was. <laughs> in the woods. Really? As usual. <laughs> Um yeah, my brother and my dad and I went out on a average everyday hunt, kinda in the rain though, you know, so it kind of keeps the people down in those days. Mm. Elk are still active, but people don't go in the woods in the rain because they're people. Yep. They belong inside. <laughs> they don't have fur. Leave the woods to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Um and we were way back in no man's land somewhere where we'd never hunted before and just started hearing some elk bugling and got right in on them uh man the first time we got in on them we were 20 yards from the cows and the the bulls there are two bulls just going back and forth back and forth back and forth and they just were pushing the cows right to us cows funneled right by us right by us right by us um and then i don't know what happened you know as things happen when you're elk hunting they just kind of decided to go the other direction so So we just decided we'd follow the bugles down into this clear cut and the cows were right out in the clear cut and my brother and i just kind of stood there and just in awe really i mean it was incredible these two bulls were just screaming at each other just back and forth and these cows were just like oh you boys just do your thing you know out right here and just screw everything up. (laughs) (laughs) Have some lady talk over here. (laughs) And, uh, well, once the bulls started locking horns, I mean, just
1: boom,
0: they were clashing antlers. Uh, And this whole time, my brother and I are just still kind of in in a daze like this is incredible Mm -hmm. both of us have goosebumps we're like this is the coolest thing i've ever seen well and i like i don't think people maybe realize how close you guys were to these well at that point yeah we're less than 100 yards i mean they're right there and my this whole time my dad's sneaking down the, the tree line and uh i look at my brother i'm just like dude they are totally not even paying attention to us. The cows left because they don't want to be involved in this. We go right out in this clear cut and they're most likely either going to fight right towards us or fight away. And it's a win-win. They're either, they're already in the, the region. Yeah. If they keep fighting away, we didn't lose anything. Yep. But if we go out there and they fight right to us, we're going to be right there. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, I practically sprint out into this field. Why? They're just clashing antlers and, No sooner do I get to 20 yards from the region, I see antlers coming out just two sets. You know, they're 20 yards apart. I mean, they're eyeballing each other with just anger in their eyes, and they're going to go at it again right in front of me. Um, But around that same time, unbeknownst to me and my dad, uh, he had no clue I was out there whatsoever. He... Cow calls and the bulls. St- I mean, I'm at full draw in the middle of this 15 yards at this point, but he's just quartered right towards me. I got no shot the mm-hmm. whole time. And he stops for a half a second and looks up towards my dad, and then he keeps walking. And then my dad cow calls again, and the bull stops, and my dad shoots, and everything goes crazy at that moment obviously and it's all over you know um coming to find out later long story short we track blood for a little while and find out watch the video like 57 times (laughs) because my brother got on video and uh saw that you know the bull kind of ducked a little bit and it hit him in the shoulder so Mm. yeah and then that bull ended up getting shot Um, we actually have a video of that bull being shot during rifle season on the very last day oh man Mm. And both those bulls were well over 300, right? Yeah, like uh, I think the the, we actually got to green score the other one because it got shot at the end of season. It was 362 and some three quarters or whatever. So, yeah, big bull. Yeah, Yeah, that's brutal. Yeah, that's brutal. Tragic miscommunication. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If he'd have just known I was there, oh, man, it'd have been – probably a couple of Over. feet. It would have been feet that oh yeah. It would have feet, shot it. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was maybe five seconds from getting a shot. Yeah. Oh man, that's crazy. It was insane. Yeah, But I mean, still one of the most incredible experiences of my life. I'm not upset yeah. about it in any way, shape or form. I would have loved to have that bowl. Don't get me wrong. Totally. Or a bowl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. You know, any bowl would have been great. Yep. It's rather yeah. rather better than eating tag soup. You need yeah. a lot of salt and pepper to make that taste good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll put a, either the picture or the video we'll put that up so you guys can just see cuz the picture is insane oh, the video yeah. is even cooler but like just the the whole landscape of that of that situation there's a That's reason gorgeous. it got 600,000 views so yeah um pretty incredible pretty incredible experience so um Chance also uh Chance had uh because it's super super busy around here Chance didn't get to go out as much as he as he probably would have wanted to but he still got it's a lot of action and mm-hmm. some fun times so let's hear about uh, what you had to if i'd have had change. chances tag i had a killed one <laughs> yeah that's, that's how it always good. goes <laughs> <laughs> anyway go ahead yeah yeah
1: definitely so the first weekend the hunt opened up it was like black friday and you know a really busy time for us so i wasn't able to get out the first weekend except on sunday went out on sunday and um went up to the same spot where i saw you guys the f- next weekend mm-hmm. but went up there did Five miles, didn't really see anything. There wasn't any snow on the ground. It was just frosted over. So I think that place is really good when it starts snowing a little bit and mm-hmm. pushing the elk down. So anyway, uh, went there, didn't see a whole lot. Went out the following weekend, Saturday after I had to work, and ran into Nate and Darren right before, right at the trailhead, right yeah. when we, were, we both got there at the same time about. And we wasn't playing that way but just happened that way which was was, cool to see
0: that was the funniest story because Nate and I had just gotten out of another spot where we had seen a bunch of cows and we're like dude we should like tomorrow when we go out we should see if like chance is free and he can come with us and right as I'm saying that, Chance like pulls in behind us, and it's like Darren's like, like "There's, Chance, there's right there, right Chance right now." Yeah. <laughs> so just like totally unplanned, unscheduled, <laughs> like just happened to be at the same place at the same mm-hmm. time. That was the funniest
1: thing mm-hmm. that ever happened. And I didn't recognize the rig either. And yep. so you guys were at the top of the hill, and I was down at the bottom. And I heard somebody yelling, and I was like, "Hopefully they aren't mad that I'm here too." That was or funny whatever. too, because he's like, "It's
0: <laughs> Chance." It's it's chance, isn't it? Is that chance? <laughs> I'm not 100 sure. He's like, chance. I like went like full uh, send down uh, the oh hill, yeah. and I was like chance, and I'm like wait a second, that, that is, uh, is that uh,
1: chance? Because yeah.
0: you were with Tyler, and I yeah. didn't recognize Tyler's gear, and I was like. Oh. That doesn't look like chance. And then I'm like looking at you like a creeper with binoculars. I'm like, <laughs> no, that's that's gotta be chance. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty funny. And, and that was that's
1: what gave it away was the Darren run down the hill. I was like, <laughs> Oh that's oh, definitely oh, Darren. Oh, I know that's Darren, yeah. <laughs> but I tell that pigeon toed run from anyways. Oh <laughs> <laughs> right, man. But but yeah. yeah, so ran into you guys there on Saturday Saturday afternoon and kind of got the game plan together you guys were gonna head in one direction and we were gonna head up the other way and um, I don't know maybe did quarter mile up the road and then split off and got up on this little top and we had a pretty good idea where we thought that they might be just based off being in there a few times shed hunting and that kind of stuff so got back in there and for the first hour and a half we didn't see anything there was fresh snowfall on the ground so if there was any sign it was going to have to be super fresh from that morning and just didn't see anything super fresh caught a couple whiffs of some elk so we felt like we were in the right area but the first hour and a half there wasn't a lot of action and it wasn't until we stopped i stopped because i wanted to make sure that my i mean maybe I could preface this too by saying that it was just a torrential downpour of oh, snow yeah. it was yeah. oh, just man. snowing yeah. like it didn't stop either there was <laughs> a few, few inches on the ground were Huge. Yeah. And, oh my yeah. goodness and it was wet biggest exactly. flakes I've
0: ever seen I mean like yeah. half dollar size like, uh-huh. like the whole all the air was snow like yeah, it was just mm-hmm. crazy yeah.
1: Just exactly and so we stopped for a moment and I was sitting there like looking at my breech plug and making sure my musky cap and barrel everything was dry my barrel cover was good to go and so we just stopped to kind of check the status on those things and um my friend tyler who's our mutual friend as well too he um, just pulled out his binos and we had an open hillside kind of off to the east of us he pulled out his binos and he just glassed up this huge three forty seven point bull just on the side of the hill so that got us super excited and so we're just sitting there kind of looking at him through the binos and, and admiring him and then out of nowhere we just start hearing some cows calling back and forth back and nice. forth back and forth and then that really kicked it off and so we didn't know exactly where they were they were pretty faint but we knew that they were up further north from us up the ridge a little bit or up the draw and so we dropped down off the face we were on and then started walking up towards them and I don't even know maybe 10-15 minutes walking up next thing you know you see 10 elk start filing out and then 10 more and then 20 more and then next thing you know there's like 100 head of elk just <laughs> grazing right across this hillside and I mean it kicked off after that it went from zero like, to 100 really quick. Yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> And that's so, what
0: I love about hunting is like, you can go all day. I had so, so many experiences like that this year where it's like you go all day and it's slow and you're just like, I just want to be home. I'm soaking wet. Mm-hmm. I'm so tired of this. And then it just kicks off. It goes from like nothing to like, wow, this is happening right in the second. <laughs> exactly. you know?
1: Yeah, that's exactly how it happened. And, um, I mean, by the time we saw him, we were like 500 yards away. And so we started closing ground in on him and I mean, I mean it was everything you'd want an elk hunt to be and so we got in on them and it was really like archery we were right in archery range of them we were obviously right in the middle of the pack so we were kind of pushing them and, and moving them along and so they caught on to us really quick but the wind was really good the wind was you know we were downwind from them so they could see us moving around and that kind of stuff but they couldn't fully pick up on what we were so they were moving a little bit but we were still able to get right in on them and I mean we didn't get them initially right where we saw them. We had to get out in front of them a little bit and we're we're running up hillsides and everything like that. I, you know, didn't think I was in that good of a shape, but I think when you have that elk (laughs) and then you can, you know, you're, you know, able to run up hillsides and run. You don't think about it. You're just like, I'm going, going, there's elk. (laughs) I got to go get them. Right. And so we ended up kind of running them down. We're right in the thick of them. I mean, there's elk everywhere. There's elk down below us. There's elk directly in front of us. There's elk on the hillside above us. It's and an elky mess. It yeah. is, yeah. And yeah. it was so cool, too, since we we're kind of pushing them and spooking them a little bit. They're The cows are calling back and forth. There was a couple little satellite bulls that weren't letting on, like, a full, you know, I guess, rut bugle. But they were kind of getting there, you know, telling like, hey, we need to get going. Yep. You know, yeah. kind of a warning, I guess you might say. And so it was awesome just to hear them, like, going off back and forth, calf in distress calls, all that kind of stuff. And so we get set up on a, a couple times so we're going through these trees it's kind of thick and so I mean there was probably three or four different times where I thought I had a shot on one and then would get pulled up would get lined up and everything the next thing you know they would take off against so then we'd kind of have to close that distance that ground and you know did that three or four times and then finally got to a, a really good spot I mean I don't even know how this happened in the woods but there was just a perfect perfect lane that was uh-huh. like, yeah, maybe a hundred yards, but we were down at the bottom of it. And then uphill, maybe 50 yards. There was just this really nice cow, just standing broadside. Didn't even know we were there, just sitting there grazing and eating, just didn't have a care in the world. And so we get set up, I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm super giddy, super excited. Me and Tyler, um, you know, get set up and everything get lined up and I go to pull the trigger and it just goes click.
0: Ah. classic rookie muzzleloader mistake <laughs> <And>
1: <laughs> at that moment i it, you know it like, was no. i was like it was everything that i didn't want to have yep. happen happened like yep. i yep. told darren this the other Did day the Cap but even go off no the cat wow. didn't go off the cap didn't go off and but i told darren Usually this the other day the cap goes off yeah i was like <laughs> you know i've heard some Muzzle loader hunting stories just from family members and Darren, especially, too. Where <laughs> Darren
0: especially, yeah, <laughs> be especially necessary. Well, last year, oh my <laughs> goodness, that, that wasn't the worst. I just screwing that you. wasn't I, a slight, but yeah, sure, 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 yeah, um, sure. sure,
1: <laughs> I remember like Darren telling me a story last year actually, where he'd like pulled up or something. I think you're maybe using a flintlock or something, yep, but yep, yep. you'd go to pull the trigger and the gun just didn't go off yep, and yeah. I always thought man that would suck if that happened to me yes did you try the, the thing, trigger
0: you know? a couple different times
1: or no I didn't oh yeah and that looking back Easy. I wish I would have tried that tried a couple
0: times because sometimes you can get it to go off on a second mm-hmm. or
1: third strike and I wish I would have done that but I just was not in that headspace no, I was like not at all. okay it's over. what do I need to do <laughs> now and so yeah. I Throw you know, a rock at it. <laughs> would have been better. Yep. Throw the loader like a
0: spear, quickly sharpen the end of the barrel, throw it.
1: Yeah, right? And so anyway, I mean, after that happened, we were, I was still, I got another cap on there and, you know, but after that point they were kind of spooked and it was right at dark at that point. there was maybe 20 minutes left. Uh-huh. We go and track them down and had, I don't know, we probably saw another. 15, 20 elk, but they were also spooked at that point that they just were taking off running, mm-hmm. popped a fence on a private property. And that was kind of the end of it. But man, yeah,
0: that's brutal. But the thing is, it's, uh, like we talked about yesterday or two days ago when I was in here, just, it's kind of like a rite of passage, right? I mean, it's just, <laughs> right. it's just like, you know, you hear about that stuff happening to other people. You hope it never happens to you, yeah. but it inevitably will, you mm-hmm. know, it happens to everybody, especially oh, yeah. the weather weather, was extremely (laughs) suboptimal those days so bad yeah Um, Yeah. atrocious
1: you might say yeah Yeah. then we went out the following day in that same area but at that point i think the elk were just got on that private property and had a little more refuge there yeah and Mm -hmm. they just ended up hanging out there but right before dark we were able to glass up a few stragglers from the herd um still on you know private or excuse me on public property so we were thinking we might be able to pick those up the next day but we went out there and weren't able to catch back up to them so yeah. and that instead of it being snow it was just a torrential downpour mm. of rain on yeah. Sunday yeah. which uh, made it even sure worse was. yeah sunday seven was inches of snow sunday was somehow worse than saturday i was like yeah.
0: saturday was like horrible weather for muzzle loading yeah. sunday was somehow worse like yeah. it was it was really brutal you know um cuz at least saturday it was mostly snowing like it was mm-hmm. there was a lot of snow but at least it's kind of, it was wet snow. It's, it was really bad, but it's like, at least it was snow. When it was Saturday or Sunday, it was like sleeting and raining and like <laughs> awful. Just Gross. really bad. Yeah. Really bad. So are you, are you going to keep muzzleloader hunting chance mm-hmm. after that heartbreaker? You know,
1: for sure. Yeah. I've already started looking at the hunting synopsis for next year and yep. definitely excited to get after it. And um, Got a few tips and tricks to keep things dry next year. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, I've mm-hmm. even been looking at some hunts a little bit earlier in the season as well, too, for bull tags for nice. around here as well. So, nice. Maybe that'd be a good options as well, too. So,
0: well, this thing with muzzleloader hunting is it doesn't really matter how much you know. There's always more to know mm-hmm. because, like, I I've, I've muzzleloader hunted for several years now, and I've worked here for. A lot of years I can't remember how long I've worked <laughs> all of here. them eight years or something like that now and 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 I still like learn stuff every year like this year Nate taught me something you know it's like I learned something from you know people that have like I go to rendezvous that's where I learn a ton oh, because yeah. people there have been muzzled like actually actual experience for the decades lives, yeah. you know decades the of, grandparents grandparents yes, <laughs> grandparents muzzle over their hands. yes you learn so much from from those individuals um but I mean, there's just so much to learn and know, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, it, the I guess you know we'll get into this when we talk about some of the some of the stuff from this year. I guess I feel like that's not specific to muzzle muzzle loader hunting. No, like that's no. Just the day that you stop learning, you're dead. But I would say <laughs> I would say a, it is especially mm-hmm. apparent in muzzle loading versus like centerfire. Sure, yeah. You know, like in yeah. centerfire, it's like you're not you're not really concerned about your powder getting wet. You're not concerned no. about like any of that other I stuff. Am. I'm concerned about it getting wet before I load my my rounds in it oh sure sure (laughs) sure (laughs) yes um uh so what else chance i mean yeah you guys here's the thing is you guys had really exciting experiences and uh my experiences weren't as exciting i was there so they were definitely exciting (laughs) 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 it's true yeah so um i do want to hear a little bit about your idaho hunt though because you got that was epic yeah you got to like check check like a bucket list off your <laughs> item, right off. Oh, so. absolutely. Yeah. Something I've been wanting to do for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have to hear a little bit of like I back mean, the story. The struggle. <laughs> yes. The struggle it There's it's taken definitely got to be some backstory for sure. So when I was three, no, excuse me. Maybe not that one. <laughs> maybe maybe, maybe that not that, that one. I mean, fast forward a little bit. <laughs> no, I, uh, I got into long range shooting, you know, as, as most people know. I think we've talked about it on the podcast a little bit um, about five years ago now. I'll probably say that forever. About five years ago. About five years ago. I've been doing <laughs> it for thirty years. About five years ago. I got it. <laughs> Just kind of stuck at that point. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of been a, a dream of mine to harvest an animal at you know a significant distance, You're not un realistic, you know, I don't want to yeah. shoot an animal at a mile, that's silly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But something, you know, stretched out their ways. And ever since then, you know, I've been shooting competition and feel really confident in my shooting. I killed it this year. Um in in competition. He, you say he's being modest. He did extremely well this year. So. <laughs> I said I killed it? You <laughs> <laughs> Yes, he did very 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 well. What was what was your finish top 10? Uh yeah, top 10 uh for One practice, and then I was like 26th. Um, I didn't get out to as many matches in PRS, so I wasn't able to accrue as many points, but ended up like 26th in PRS. So nice, but I'm sure I could have placed higher. I'm fairly confident I could have, I just didn't make enough matches because they were too far away. Mm. So, anyway, uh, I've been doing that for a long time, feel really confident about my long range shooting ability. And again, you know, this kind of goes into talked about ethics before on the podcast as well. I don't recommend that people take long range shots unless you just are practicing all the time, like myself. Mm-hmm. So um yeah. So we get out there to Idaho and <laughs> the first day we're just like, hey, let's let's head up this this side of the mountain. And uh, my dad's buddy who he's been hunting with most of his life was like, well we went up there yesterday and there's nothing up there. Yeah. So we're gonna go up the, the other side and my dad and I, of course, are like, well, this is our plan coming up here. So this is what we're going to do. <laughs> and they go up the other side. We go up this side. We see nothing just like they did the day before. I saw one doe all day. And I mean, it's a sheer cliff hike in yeah. where we're hunting in Idaho. It's just straight up and down. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you climb like 3,000 feet in elevation in a mile. Jeez. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's gnarly. Uh, they go over to the other side like they planned and shoot a nice 4 point or I guess 4 point 8 point depends on where you're from yeah. <laughs> 4 by 4 8 point buck whatever semantics you know really nice decently heavy white tail, beautiful buck so the next day we're like hey we should probably go on the right side of the road <laughs> <laughs> so we head up the side where, uh, where they were and um, kind of let me Backtrack just just a tiny little bit on the shooting part of this. So, been wanting to shoot an animal at some decent range for some time, and it seems like every single year I go out with that goal in mind, I shoot an elk or deer or bear or whatever at 80 to 150 yards. You know, so I'm like ridiculously close, which is great. You know, everybody loves filling the tag, but it's always been my goal to get the long range. So anyway, back to where I was at. We head up the the, the right side of the road, which is technically the left, but it's the right side because that's where the deer are at. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we get up to where we want to be. Well, actually about halfway up, we see a little spike and my dad's like, you going to shoot that. You said you were going to shoot the first deer you saw. I said, yeah, I'm not shooting that. I said, said that. I said the first deer I saw that thing's barely that. Like that's a that's a it's just weaned, yeah. <laughs> There's still milk on his lips. I mean, come on. <laughs> so we we go past that, get up to where we want to be, and it is just one of the most picture perfect days you can possibly imagine. It's a little overcast, but the sun's peeking through here and there, and there are deer everywhere. I mean, it's just you pull up your binoculars, and it's like there's three white tail. Oh, there's another one. There's another one. Oh, hey, look, there's one. Hey, there's another one. There's another one. There's one. There's one. There's one. It's like, what is happening? This is incredible. <laughs> um, so Tim, my dad's buddy that we were hunting with, he he's still got to fill his tag. His son filled his tag the day before and they kind of break off to the right <clears throat> and they're looking for this buck that we saw. It was probably 100 yards away right down the hill. And my dad and I stay up on top and we're kind of glassing the other side you know it's anywhere from three to 1200 yards over there mm. depending on where you're looking and he pulls up his binoculars like oh man there's a really nice buck right there Nate. you should shoot that i'm like all right where is it and he's like oh you know he's trying to explain it and i pull up my binoculars and i'm like I, I, okay i think i i see a buck yeah it it Cl- kind of where you're describing I'm going to shoot it I don't really care at this point Yeah <laughs> Like whatever if, if it's the buck you see or not Yeah I'm shooting it And he's like Okay 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 Yeah uh, That seems about right Let me let me find it again Before you shoot And this buck is He's kind of on the move He's not scared of anything He's just moving Like he's yeah. rutting He's looking for does He's doing his thing And I'm like I can't wait for you to, to find it I got to take the shot I have like a narrow window here Where he's going to get into some brush And some trees and stuff so I click my binoculars and it tells me it's 600 yards and he's kind of moving away. So I dial my scope for 600 yards, pull up, and I can feel a breeze coming from right to left. And I'm like, all right, he's kind of moving this way. I'm kind of doing all these calculations in my head. And he's moving away from me, so I go ahead and click it one more tenth because I don't have time to pull up my binoculars and range again, but I know he's moving away from me, so I give it another tenth of, of elevation. And I hold it kind of on his front shoulder expecting the wind to, instead of holding for wind, I just was kind of allowing the wind to push it into the bullet to where I wanted it to. Mm. A lot of times I'll hold wind, but in this specific case, I'm not a hundred percent sure why I was like, I'm going to aim here. And the, the wind is going to push it into where I want it to be. So I pull the trigger and, um, I'm just watching through my scope and he goes behind this tree right after I pulled the trigger. I knew I hit him because he, like, jumped up. He goes behind this tree, and I can't see him anymore. I'm like, all right, well, he's got to come out left or right of the tree. And the next thing I know, he just falls down to the right of the tree. Boom. Nice. Dead. Like, nice. <laughs> got him! Yeah! <laughs> <There you> go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so that was super exciting. Finally got to check that off my bucket list. 607-ish yards, you know. Yeah. Um, super cool. Yeah. Super cool hunt. Yeah. Beautiful area. Well Love you guys you guys had great a lot of success over there because Papa V killed uh, half an hour later, maybe twenty minutes, maybe even ten. It was I can't remember. It was soon. Like we were going up the hill to go after my deer that I'd killed, and uh we see like three more bucks mm-hmm. through binoculars. Like, okay, well, let's shoot this one. Yeah. <laughs> I won't tell Tim's side of that story, <laughs> just for the sake of uh, embarrassment. <laughs> so, long story short, my dad gets, uh, you know, I pull up my binoculars, range it, I'm like, okay, it's 400 yards, dial this, he dials it, boom, smokes it one shot Yeah, at 410 yards or mm. 413, something like that, heading up the hill, just toast, Yeah, dead. And so my dad and I then now have two deer to get out of there. We hike over. I drop my dad off at his deer. I head over to my deer, and it takes me like a half an hour to find mine. I mean, that is the downside to shooting something at that distance. Yep. Now you got to go over there and be like, okay, there, where's that tree? You again? have your landmarks, yeah. And I didn't have my SIG 10Ks, or I could have marked exactly where he was and walked to it. Yep, Yeah. Cr- those are incredible. I, yep. I kind of wish I'd have had them, but... I'm glad I had my swirls because yeah. <laughs> easy to find the deer yes. with those. <laughs> so by the time I find my deer, he's about done getting his deer all done. So he just kind of leaves it there, comes over, and helps me finish mine. About that time we hear boom over the hill. Get on the radio. Did you shoot one? And Tim's like, yep, got a toad. Hammer. Oh, yeah. He hammer. shot a really nice buck this like, year. Biggest dope, buck he's ever shot. Forked eye guards. Yep. Absolute yep. hammer. Old crab claw eye guards. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Beautiful buck. Yep. We should use that for, like, our cover photo for this. Yeah, we should. Yeah, that, <laughs> that buck, nice buck was a hammer. Yep. yep. Buck, Especially buck. for Western. I mean, you guys over in the Kentucky area and where we should those big huge white tail be completely unimpressed yeah, they're like what is that a yearling <laughs> yeah well, I can think it's like yeah. a second year horns yeah. but over here that's a monster yeah they just yeah. don't get as big here over here like your like your white tail like if you see a like a I guess you'd call it an eight point, eight point white tail yeah. like you know three with eye guards nice little basket like that's a good really solid deer mature for like deer. that is the yeah. best you're gonna get yep. typically yep there I, are I, some anomalies obviously yeah I know some people that have killed some hammers over here and I personally saw an absolute hammer this year on my way back from elk season so my elk season this year butted up right against my deer season so elk season got out on the on the 19th of November and deer season started on the 20th and so it's like literally it's like no break it's like you know, hunting every day for elk season, you know, I took all, all of elk season off. I had, I had a couple of school things I had to do. And then right after that, it's like, all right, deer season time. We're going to go hit, hit it for deer season. But on my way back from elk season, um, I saw a whitetail buck kind of rutting a doe off the side of the highway. And this is not an area that I can hunt, but it was just got me going because yeah. I'm just I'm thinking about whitetails Heck, now. Yeah. <laughs> and I see it from the side. And I'm like, oh, that's, that, that's one of the nice sides. You know, it's got, you know, the three point and stuff. And like it turns and looks at the, at my view. And I mean, it's just a big wide basket, like, oh! not, like, not, not like the little baskets. Yeah. So, I mean, this thing was wide and heavy and I was like, Oh man, I can't wait to get out and do some deer hunting. But, mm. um, yeah, yeah those elk, are few and far between there. Yeah. You don't see many of those. <laughs> I've never seen any in that specific area. Yeah. Um, I granted I don't hunt that area very much. It's kind of a long ways from my house, but uh, I spent elk season hunting with my in-laws over in I call it central Oregon. My wife calls it Eastern Oregon cause she's from there and technically <laughs> it's, it is Eastern Oregon. If you cut Oregon into thirds, it's kind of on the It's central Eastern. Yes. It's there central Eastern Oregon. Um, so I spent, I, this is my first year hunting with them. We had an absolute blast. Um, we saw elk every single day. Um, the weather was absolutely beautiful. You know, like I pretty much wore just like my, my long sleeve shirt the whole time. Like it was just great weather. Um, it was just tons of fun seeing elk all the time uh and i was able to kill a nice bull out of there um it was it, and it's basically this whole was thing a five by six or five by five a five by five yeah, yeah. really uh not the the jeans in this the bowl that i killed we'll all put a picture up are really good don't wear genes. jeans <laughs> 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 the wranglers on this bowl were amazing he um, must work out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, like, basically, you know, we'd seen a lot of elk, but we a lot of the raghorn types, like, you know, the 4 by 5 with, like, little dinky points and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, this was the first, like, actually nice bull I'd seen all, week, like all week. Weak gene pool over there. <laughs> yes. That's what you're saying. <laughs> yes. Um, lots of elk, but, yeah, this this bull was, like – and they've killed some nice bulls, but it's, like, this was, you know, the nicest one we'd seen this yeah. season. And it's, like it – that' a nice bull. If this bull had had, like, another three years – it would have been a really nice bull because he's super symmetrical at nice thirds like everything's really good on him just a little a little on the young side um so i'll put a picture up and you guys can see that um so but that was exciting because that was a bull like basically i'd hunted we'd i'd hunted through this area pretty routinely all week long and it was this is friday so i'd been hunting for at least five or six days by that point in time and um my brother-in-law and i were kind of hunting through an area and i was getting ready to meet up with him and go off to another area and um i just kind of like rounded like this I, I i i use the word term corner in the woods a lot there's no <laughs> corners in the woods but sometimes it feels rounded like rounded this hillside you're rounding a structure of some kind you know and there's a big open field off to the right and i look out there and i just see two elk and i can tell because at this time of year like two elk together like okay these are bulls and you can tell by the way they look and i put up my binoculars and i'm like okay and i had so much time they had no idea i was there and so i was like okay i'm just watching them and I'm like kind of getting shaky because I have never killed a bull before. So I'm just like, <laughs> so I'm like looking at him. Okay. I'm like, okay, there's a, there's a raghorn with them and there was a bigger bull. And I'm just like, okay, what do I got to do? I got to calm down. So I'm just taking a breath. Um, I like, okay, first thing I got to do is I got to range them. So I range them. They're 250. I'm like, that's okay. So I dial my dope for 250 because um, I'm rifle hunting at this point in time. Um, and I, I just put up my scope and I'm just like, <laughs> like, it's just up and down and up and down. like, okay, I got to calm down, calm down. And at this point, I, I, I'm like, okay, do I need to get to a tree? Because it's high desert. There's no trees really mm-hmm. around. So I'm mm-hmm. like, and there's sagebrush, so I can't go prone. I'm yeah. just like on my knee. You yeah, a tripod. Like, <laughs> yes. And I left my shooting sticks in the pickup. Uh, and so I'm just like, okay, what am I going to do? I got to take it off my knee. I mean, I can't risk moving because if I yeah. move, they're going to bust. So I'm like breathing, breathing, breathing. So they're heading down off into this steep, steep drainage. And so I'm like, okay, I guess this is my last shot, my last chance. So I shoot. And I'm not sure if I hit or missed. we were never able to really determine um but miraculously, praise God, they run instead of going down into the drainage, they come back out around and stand out in the middle of the field and I'm like, perfect. I just put another one in him, and that one dumped him and um and then i uh my i he was still like running around, and as we'll get into later. With my luck, I'm like, I'm just putting another one in. We're not not taking any risks. (laughs) No more chances. The raghorn runs up to me 50 yards and stands there and looks at me broadside. And my brother-in-law at this point is coming over to check out what's going on. And he had watched the raghorn running towards me. And he's like, okay, just stop, just stop, just stop. And it stopped in like the one place where there was a juniper tree where he could not shoot. And so um, it ended up taking off. We never could get that one. Um, But I was able to get the bull out of that that field so I was pretty sweet I was pretty excited about it so um yeah that was elk season so that was a lot of fun had a huge amount of fun hanging out with my in-laws and it was just a huge blessing so yeah so now on the whitetail season and this is the this is the hunt that was just like I mean I always love this hunt every year if you guys listen to our wrap-up Ooh, yeah. podcast last year Nate and I usually do this hunt together and it's, it's for, some, for some reason there's always just really it's always a struggle and it's always a ton of fun (laughs) let's let's just back up just a tiny little bit i mean darren and i it seems like we always have success when we're not together yes but Pretty regularly. We, like, yeah. both of us are successful Absolutely. hunters, yeah. just not together. <laughs> and But every time we hunt together, it is just, like, we get the most wild, crazy stories of randomosity yes. that happen to us. <laughs> it's like, this should not are happen. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I honestly think that the Lord, like, intervenes in our hunts and is like, I'm just going to show you that you guys can't do anything without me. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's just like, things that should not happen. We could do everything right, and it's just, like, but yet I—it's happening. I never have more fun than when I'm hunting with Darren. No, me neither. That's why it's like it's worth it's worth it in my opinion, you know. Yeah. And eventually, it's I I don't believe in luck at all. Eventually I don't. Eventually, it's like no. we'll we'll kill something. I, I and do We think, did. Now, well, now back backtrack a little bit. We did run into Tyler and Chance when they were doing their hunt, mm-hmm. and you know you hear about Tyler and Chance. They're running up hills. They're really just gritting it, grinding it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, like. Like, you know, pan over to Nate and I. We're in the same area a little bit further down where the whitetail like to hang out. And we're trying to catch snowflakes <laughs> in our mouths. <laughs> and like, we're just dorking These off. These snowflakes like, are huge. <laughs> we're like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you know, maybe there's a reason, but it's, it's, it's still like, that's what makes it fun. Right. It's like you, I told Darren, you can't take life too seriously or you'll never get out alive. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I mean, if you can't have fun when you're hunting, then what's the whole point exactly. of it, you know? And, and so, and I, I honestly think that if you're having fun, you'll have success. Like that's the, the point, that's the root of it all. You know, the more you, push yourself and, and there is an aspect of hunting where you have to push yourself Absolutely. and grind but it's like you know if you're just be grinding yourself into the dust and you hate every second of it then you're not going to be successful because you're not going to burn be out, out there yet. yeah mm-hmm. it's you're not you're going to want us to go home
1: mm-hmm. and so
0: um so that day so we had uh so the first time i went out i did I see anything on Tuesday? So I don't I don't think I saw much of anything on Tuesday. The first day I went out for deer season. Um and then Thanksgiving Day. I keep messing with these wires, I'm making a lot of noise. Yeah, <laughs> you uh, are. <laughs> Stop <Not> it. Right. <laughs> um the, then on Thanksgiving, uh Nate and Papa V and I went and we went out uh Thanksgiving morning, which was a ton of fun. That was yeah. a huge a lot that, of fun. It was, was beautiful good. weather. It was great, um, and, you know, Verlin doesn't have that tag, so he was just rattling for us, and it was, you know, during the rut. We saw one spike, I mean, it was just, it was, you know, it, we saw a, a couple of does, too, I yeah. think, um, but we had an opportunity at a spike, but it was, like, still pretty early in the season, mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't know if I want to shoot a spike. Yeah. And, we, we were, it was just, and then, full <laughs> circle. Yeah, it was just, the spike was just sitting there, so I'm like, well, if he's just going to sit there, like, you know, maybe I'll get, like, I'll get my bipod, and I'll get everything, like, all lined out, you know, and and then by that time he'd wandered off and I was like, okay, whatever, not a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I, it was one of those scenarios like, I'm not going to shoot him, you shoot him. I'm not going to shoot him, you shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, and so it, it took off and uh, we didn't, I didn't hunt Friday because uh, that was Black Friday, we were all here working. Um, I did not work Saturday, so I could go hunting on Saturday. Um, Punk. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> busiest weekend of the year. <laughs> um, so I went out Saturday and hunted all day Saturday. And uh, I went to this area where I know there's a lot of deer. Nate and I had seen deer. There's basically like three or four, maybe five spots that I usually hunt all the time during this season because mm-hmm. that's where the whitetail like to hang out. Um, and so I hunted this area and literally like, I'm like, okay, this is where I'm going to go. I drove in the long way in the back because there was really frustrating about this particular spot is you can get about 10 feet away from it from the highway mm-hmm. but there is the grand ron river that is in between you and the spot you want to go so literally you could throw a rock and hit the spot you want to go but you can't get over there unless the river's frozen over you just boat it man yeah i can get a boat i thought i literally have thought inflatable about like inflatable hey, canoe i need to bring like a pair of waders that i just leave out here but i'm like that's a huge pain so anyways i drove the long way around in the back way and got to a spot and i was like okay i'm gonna park here i'm gonna hike down into it and I'm hiking down. I mean, there's just people road hunting everywhere. I saw like four or five vehicles of people just driving around looking for deer. And if, if that's the way you want to hunt, that's totally fine. I don't really like hunting that way. I like to walk and get out there and get my heart sure. rate up. That's right. Um, so I just wandered <laughs> the around. The right way. <laughs> that's <to hunt>. right. <laughs> and I rattled and didn't see anything. And there's I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to start circling back to the pickup. And I'm going to pull out of here and head to another spot because I was sick of seeing all the people. And um, I like I'm going to circle back through this drainage where I'd seen deer pretty much there's certain places like specific area like specific drainages specific like 100 yard spots where it's mm-hmm. like I will see whitetail on a very routine basis so this one particular drainage I'd seen whitetail in pretty much every time I've been there and I'm walking up it and I'm like oh, I don't see anything you know and um I get up there a little bit further and I'm just like stopping to check my map and find out you know exactly where I want to go and how I want to finish this hunt off and I look up and there's a like a, I mean, I can't really tell exactly what it is, but it's a deer sitting right in front of him, just standing there looking at me. I'm like, how long have you been sitting there? Like, <laughs> Cause Nate and I have this joke. Whitetail can literally just materialize yes. and then despawn. Like you just never, <laughs> you'll never see him again. Yep. Like they spawn in and spawn out. Like yep. they're just gone in there. And I so, don't even believe that there is whitetail. <laughs> 11 months out of the year <laughs> yeah exactly they don't exist they just spawn <laughs> in december and november yes um and so it's just sitting there i'm like and it, because uh, it's a whitetail only tag and there's whitetail and mule deer in this particular area so i'm like looking it's gotta at my, be careful yeah so you gotta be careful so i'm like well i mean i'm just gonna look at it real quick with my binoculars and it's just standing there looking at me as i'm doing all the fumbling around with my binoculars and stuff and I'm like, well, it's a white tail, but you can kind of see the face. It's got that really short face of like like a yearling or maybe even like this year's fawn. It was probably this year's fawn. I mean, it was just tiny, tiny. And I'm like, okay, there's no way a fawn like this is going to be out here all by itself. so I'm looking around. I mean, I'm combing, looking for other deer and I'm like, there's nothing, and eventually th- it busts, and then out of nowhere, I mean, I've literally Spons been scanning, in. and out of nowhere, <laughs> a whitetail pops up, and they're gone, <laughs> and they, and it's a doe. But at, at this point, I'm kind of like, I'm in doe mode, like I'm just like, I, hey, you know, I'd, I, I consider shooting a doe, and so food, because this particular tag is doe or buck, and it runs off and it stands there, and I'm just like, it's too far away. They're kind of running. I'm like, whatever, they can go. Good luck. Enjoy your life. Um, <laughs> and. So I hunt the rest of that area don't see anything and I pull out of that area and I go back into town and there's it's getting more on towards night because it gets dark at about like four o'clock four thirty this time of year around here mm-hmm. and um I I go there's a spot that's like right outside of town that Nate has killed the deer mm-hmm. before and I know that people hunt and I know people have success there but I had never seen any deer in this area so I'm like it's close to town it's not going to take me long it's really steep hill so i'll get some good exercise like i'll just go do that and then head out you know head back to the house and so i go out to that spot and um and a little bit of backstory on this uh because i want to give all credit to the lord and everything that i do i last year had nate and i had miserable luck with flintlocks and all that kind of (laughs) stuff and i was like this year i'm hunting with an inline this inline's the best muzzleloader in the you know, it's fantastic. It's gonna, this is, I and mean, there's no way I'm gonna miss, you know? This is perfect. So uh, I just had all this confidence built up in this muzzleloader. And so I get all the way to the top of this hill. I mean, it is long, I mean, it's a mm-hmm. steep, st- it doesn't look like it's very far and it's really not, but I mean, it is like, it's grueling right uphill and there's basically you hike all the way up there's one spot where the whitetail hang out if they're not there you can just you get, go, home. You go home they're not there <laughs> so I go all the way up there I get to I literally sit down like looking for a stump I sit down on a stump and I'm getting ready to loose my backpack to like get my antlers so I can start rattling and I look over and there's one of the nice white tails, like the eight point size mm-hmm. and I'm like it's just sitting there looking at me I'm like it's right there spawned and it, in and I'm like it's close enough it's got to be under a hundred and so I know it's not it's just going to be like a dead hold and so I just throw it up, and I'm like, this feels super solid. I feel good. Boom, just light it off. And, I mean, there it goes. It go, runs off, you know, and goes down. And I'm just like, not, sorry, it doesn't go down. <laughs> it run, starts to run uphill, and it starts to run downhill. And I'm like, okay, well, it's not didn't just drop, which is unusual, considering the, uh, you know, the setup that I had. Usually when I hit them, they just fall right over. Oh, um, dear, I shot up there with that setup three years ago ran 250 yards did it really yeah wow i've not had that experience it is at all perfect shot smoked them um anyways, anyways so i go over there i'm like well i'm just gonna look for blood and so i looked i'd looked for blood i tracked i even went back up there another day and looked again never saw anything so i was just a complete mess complete mess and after that i i went to church because it's saturday i went to church the next day and uh, it was the sermon was on just dependence on God. And so mm-hmm. I, I just like had all this conviction. I'm just like, man, I'm putting all my hope in this in this muzzle loader. Yeah. And really it's like, it's the Lord that brings success into, yep. into yep. hunting. And so, mm-hmm. so from there. I kind of had a little bit of a perspective shift and I was glad of it, you know? Yeah. And I was just, I was like, you know what? This muzzle loader, I can do everything right. It doesn't matter. Like the Lord is what brings the victory. And so mm-hmm. um, I just, from that point forward, I decided, okay, every time I'm going to take a shot, before I take the shot, I'm just going to pray that the Lord would make the shot fly true. Like that's going to be my, my, my pre, my pre game thing. Like, cause it doesn't matter. Like I could have the perfect setup, perfect hole. If the Lord doesn't make the shot fly true, it's not going to go where it needs to go. Mm-hmm. So fast forward a little bit. I didn't, wasn't able to do a ton of hunting that week. Cause I had a ton of school. I had ACLS and clinicals and all that kind of stuff. Um, but fast forward to the weekend, Nate and Verlin and I go out on Saturday, uh, we're able to do some good hunting in the morning with Verlin. Um, weather was decent and really, really windy in the yeah. morning. Really windy. We tracked some some fresh tracks. I think I think there were mule deer tracks. So we, I mean, this is an area where we'd seen deer. This is the same area where Nate's story from last year with the, you know, <laughs> the the when it was really bad weather and yes. the flintlock wouldn't go off wouldn't go off. Yeah. So uh, in general, we've had pretty good success in there that's where Mm -hmm. we saw the spike on thanksgiving so we're just like this is a spot we go to a lot didn't see much pulled out of there uh we went back to the house papa v went home and we were kind of making a plan for the rest of the day so we're like well let's go back to the spot that we ended up running into chance and tyler because that's a spot i've seen a lot of white tail and so we went back over there uh didn't see anything in that spot either got skunked after talking to them another spot that i have hunted before um Tyler our friend was saying that he had seen some whitetail in a in an area of that of that larger area that I hadn't specifically hunted so we decided to go check that out went out to his little drainage I didn't see a whole lot and we went just kind of were coming back through an area that looked good and Nate and I at this point because it's been super slow all day we're just jaw jacking, yeah like <laughs> just not really even paying much attention and then we jump some whitetail out and there they go they go off and up the hill right onto where they're heading towards private. So are like, well, we can't follow them that way, but Mm -hmm. let's just kind of sneak. So maybe, I know, maybe five minutes later, we come around a corner and (laughs) we look over and we see like silhouettes. I'm like, right. Okay. There's deer right there. like 10 steps, not even five minutes. (laughs) It was like, it was like right in the same spot. It was like, they were in the same group and we look and okay. They're two does. And there was like some old, um, just a little bit about this spot. It's like a ag property. So there's like a bunch of fences and wires and stuff like that everywhere so there's a bunch of jumbled up wire there i'm like okay this that's i've got to make it to that because it's about 200 yards and that's like the absolute max that i can feel comfortable shooting with this particular setup yeah and so i get up 20 i'm like if i can just walk up there 20 yards and get on my knees and just use this wire as a as a as rest, like a rest yeah. i feel confident about that yeah, yeah you've shot that muzzle quite a bit at 200 so. yeah yeah and i was like hey, so i got up there i got on the rest and i'm literally like I'm on the dough, and I'm like, I feel solid. Everything feels good. And I'm just watching through my binoculars. I'm like, okay, the shot should have already gone off. Like, what's, yep. what's taking so long? <laughs> and, and what it was is I was saying – So, like, literally I'm, like, just in the middle of saying my, like, pre-shot prayer. Like, Lord, just make this shot fly true. And I'm just about to pull the trigger. Like, another half a second, and I would have pulled the trigger. And he's like, this is not the one for you, my son. Yeah, well, it just <laughs> – Like, I would made it all the way up there, yeah, and – they And then, as soon as I kneeled down to where they couldn't see me, they went on high alert and they just busted. Yep. And I was like, oh, well, I, but the thing is, the nice thing about saying that prayer is like, these weren't the deer for me. Like, it was, And it was fine. And so they went off, they did their thing. We ended up jumping a couple more deer. But the next day, quite we we're a like, few. yeah, it was quite a few. We saw quite a few deer. We were jaw jacking again. So yeah. <laughs> 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 but in that area, we're like, okay, this is where we want to go tomorrow. Because, you know, at least we had a game plan for tomorrow, which is now the last day of season um, on that Sunday. And so we go back in there uh, first thing we hunt it backwards, a different direction. We hunt backwards all along where we saw those other deer, uh, saw some tracks and and stuff like that. Um, we ended up tracking some fresh tracks up and they went crossed onto privates or like whatever. Uh, well, kind of a little backstory on this too. We decided to hunt it counterclockwise. And then as we were going through, I was like, man, all this middle area. Yeah. We're going to miss all that. That looks like good stuff. Yes. So we should come back through that. Yes. So, so we, that's what we do. We start coming back through the middle area. Yeah. So we come. We hunted, it like Nate said, counterclockwise, start cutting back. Because we're at this point, we're like cutting back through the middle area. And uh, Nate sees, a, uh, I think it was a doe. We're not mm-hmm. exactly sure yeah. what it was. But yeah. a whitetail of some kind. Jump up and. I almost um, got a shot at it. But yep. It didn't stop. Quite, yeah. In the right spot. So yeah. it was taken off uphill more towards where the private area is um so at this point i tell darren i'm like hey a lot of times i've literally just followed tracks and if you're really really quiet you kind of catch up to them sometimes yeah and i've i've had success that way so let's just follow these tracks yes so we do that so we do that yep and we we were able to find like a a really fresh set of tracks Mm -hmm. and we followed those tracks all the way up to um we were just about on the border of private. I mean, mm-hmm. we were literally getting ready to turn around, head back to the pickup, make about it 200 yards from private. Yeah. I mean like, like we were like, whatever and it was in this kind of open field. Um, and so we're like kind of getting ready to make a game plan for heading back to the rig to go to a different area. And like, I just look off to the side and there's a white tail just literally walking sponding. right towards us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> spawned Literally spawned out of nothing. Right towards us. Walking right at us. And I'm like, dude, there's right there. There we go. And at that point I thought it was a doe. And so I'm like, I'm like, great. I'm like doe last day. We're just going to drop Let's the go. hammer. So, uh, um, Nate gets on it. And I, I was like, it's, this is under a hundred yards. I'm mm-hmm. just going to hold on. There was nothing really, I was felt comfortable resting on or moving. Cause he had no idea I was there. I figured the advantage. And he was walking towards us. So I maybe could have waited a little bit longer, but I was like, this is pretty close. I'm just going to take the shot. So I, uh, take the shot and he's kind of quartering towards just a little bit And I mean, just, boom, just, I mean, just dropped Dropped. him like a sack of potatoes. And <laughs> but here's where the typical Nate and Darren story starts, <laughs> yes. This is, yeah, I was like this is so. I mean, I'm just like, I'm like on a cloud. He's like, We because, did it. The streak is broken. The cold streak is over. We, you know, we finally killed something together. And it's like, and the whole time he's saying that, I'm just thinking, like, this is the most premature celebration. Like, you ever watch those videos on YouTube where the guy celebrates just before he gets to the finish line, then trips and somebody passes him? Right. That's how I'm feeling at this <laughs> moment, yes. Yeah, so, we it's. It, but I mean, it's I mean, it was down. I mean, so like we go, we, but it's still like, yeah, it you know, looks kicking. like a typical spine shot. I mean, yep. he dropped like a rock. Yeah, just Burr. yeah. And so we went up there. We were gonna finish him. Um, and we we're like, hat we get about halfway up there. Halfway, mean, like f- ten steps, <laughs> maybe ten steps. <laughs> that deer gets up, jumps and up just like he'd never even been shot. Just takes off on a on a tear. So I try to lead him with my muzzle loader, get in front of him, and take a shot. Boom! I'm not. Don't know if that hit him or not. Whatever. Okay. Yep. Yeah. At least try to get him, get him down. Yeah. And so he moves on, and we're just like, ah, oh, my goodness. Typical yeah. name. Yeah. I'm just like, Story. I shouldn't have said anything. I shouldn't have said <laughs> anything. <laughs> and I'm like, why did we? Like, yeah. And so we get up there, and he's bleeding really, really good. <clears> and, really and there's sh- snow yeah. on the ground, so we're able to track him, and um, we're able to track him. Like we see where he'd fall. I mean, there's lots of blood. So I'm like, hey, it was. This is. We're gonna get there, you know, but it's just not. Really, what I wanted to have happen. Mm -hmm. Um, Not what anybody wants to have. No, not at all. I mean, it's kind of heartbreaking. Um, but you get down and we see this, like there's like a water hole right there. And uh we see there's we had he had laid down on by this water hole because there was a bunch of blood, and we'd see where he'd gone across the water hole and down. Like we're just okay, we don't want to go too fast. We're gonna just get on the other side of the water hole and wait for a minute and kind of examine the area. Yes, and by this time we'd reloaded, and so we get down to the other side of the water hole. And I mean, we're like right where we're like going to wait. He's right there. And yeah. he just gets up and he's moving a lot slower. And both of us take a shots. Boom, and boom. I think they were both misses. Like, you know, so it's yeah. just like, who knows what happened there? Um. So he takes off again. And I'm just like. At this point, I, I didn't know this, but Darren's like, uh Nate, we're out of shots. Yes. I'm like, what do you mean we're out of shots? We don't have any more bullets and powder left. Because I, I was the only one carrying reloads. Nate didn't bring any reloads. And so It I only to, takes me one shot. I didn't think we were gonna use what would that have been four? I didn't think we were gonna need four yeah, shots yeah. between the two of us. And so um so it goes down off of the side of the hill. And we're like, oh my goodness. It goes into like this, what I always call buck brush. Yes. And it, because uh, notorious for deer, Whitetail especially like to hide out in this yep. stuff. I'm sure you guys know like this thick, wiry nasty. thorns. Yeah. 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 Whitetail and love that stuff. Yeah. So we're just like, we see where the, we're kind of standing up where we up were on the hillside. Yeah. I'm putting the hillside down into the brush. And we can see where he went. We can tell that he went into this brush. And so I'm like, okay. So, at this point, like, we don't have any extra shots. So, we're like, well, now what? You know, we're like, he's he's very likely going to be just in that brush. And so, we give it some time. And I walk down. And before we go into the brush, I send Nate around the side so that he he's can like, kind of see. You get in front. Yeah. I'll flush him out. You catch him with your hands. Grab <laughs> <laughs> <Drop. at> him. <laughs> and so, but at least Nate could see where he goes, yeah. you know, if something goes crazy. So I get down there. And, and I, I half mean, expect him to be dead in the brush at this point. I mean, he's I did too. slow. Yeah. And I get down there. And I mean, I see him. He's sitting right there, maybe five five feet from me in this brush. And I don't have any more shots. And I'm just like. Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> and he so stands up right in front. Stands of up right in front of me in this brush and leaves. And I'm like, he's coming, Nate. And like, he's going slow at this point. Yeah, he's and a, I'm just like, I'm like Are you kidding he's me, Nate? Like, he's going to the left, and I'm like, oh, yep, there he is. This is such a. He didn't even come out where we thought he was going to come. out. So heartbreaking. And so he just goes out. He goes that direction. We're just like, hey, okay, well, we gotta wait. Like we can't. Yep. And so we we wait and wait and then we track blood and by this time it's been raining so the snow is getting a lot more intermittent mm-hmm. and so we're like we can't we can't take too long like yeah um, it's going to you know, wash the it's going to wash away everything away blood. and so we 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 end up catching up to him and he was dead underneath the a bush found him yeah found him got him i mean an absolute hammer of a buck you know (laughs) absolute hammer still had milk on his lips (laughs) well i thought it was a dough but it turns out it was a little little spike like i mean four inch spikes yeah yeah, like i mean yeah it was pretty but i mean still success yeah success nate and i were able to kill something together finally finally. three years yeah and and white tail meat is always delicious it's always yes cherished did you um, eat those tenderloins yet I haven't. Nope. Oh. It's, it's all wrapped up and and ready to go. Gotta eat those so, like the day after, man. They're I feel the like best I need to That eat. way, yeah. They were they were kind of. Uh, uh, I got like maybe like that much meat off. Those, oh you know, yeah. yeah. Was, they were <laughs> very small. tender, yeah. very loiny. That's, that's why I usually eat them the first day, so you don't have to cut off any, you don't know, have any waste. Yeah. Yep. The next day, put them in the fridge. Yes. Yeah. I do need to. Eat I still have the heart too, so I got to eat that. Yeah. Um, but that was a lot of fun. We were, you know, we were finally able to kill something together uh we did go out again that rough day. pack out you yeah rough yeah rough pack. I mean it was <laughs> 50 pounds of meat 50 pounds <laughs> and like you know the, it was all downhill to the pickup from there yeah, so yeah. like half mile yeah yeah it was uh it was it was a lot of fun I always have a ton of fun on that hunt trying Heck to convince yeah. Chance to do that next year now that he doesn't have now that he wasted all his deer points <laughs> yeah on yeah last year so come yeah. on out Chance oh yeah <laughs> doesn't I'm, that sound I'm, like I'm fun getting, Chance it doesn't does I- yeah <laughs> maybe um, um, and I, a lot of people rattled them in this year so i okay. mean never happens to us but yeah right? yeah, yeah Nate and I, have I don't never, that works but yeah. if you guys have any tips for rattling bucks <laughs> let us know in the comments because we have like i've spent quite a bit of time rattling in the rut like knowing yeah. it's like the okay, deer are rutting and like i've just never had anything work so i don't know if i'm doing something wrong if i'm not sitting long enough or whatever it is but it just never works for me so <laughs> me either. Yeah, but pa- people come into the store all the time. Pa- pa- like, oh, I like- rattled one in on my loader hunt. Took like- Se- seven of them came in. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> hey, we have to struggle and grind for all yeah. of our stuff. <laughs> so, I've never shot a nice Oregon whitetail. You shot a pretty nice one. <sighs> He's all beat up. Yeah, old. Yeah, Old, but still a pretty nice buck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, do you guys have anything else to add? That's pretty much it. There's a great season. Fantastic season. Super fun. Yeah. I absolutely love hunting. Can't wait for next year. I so. ate my white yep. tail tag and my elk tag. <laughs> All I got was a tiny little Idaho white tail this year. Better <laughs> than nothing. Yep. Yeah. Last year I went zero for zero for zero. <laughs>
1: yeah. Better than nothing like yep. this guy over here. <laughs> uh, just putting your time in. That's yep. right. That's deal. right. That's right. You yeah. got to pay your dues. The rite yeah. of passage. That's yeah. right. Yeah. 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 Cool. We'll get you there.
0: Yes. We'll- yep. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if you guys don't mind, if you're listening on one of the audio platforms, leave us a review. It really helps uh, distribute this content. And if you're listening on YouTube, uh, just leave us a comment. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know what exciting stuff you had happen during your 2023 season or if it's still going on. Uh, let us know how that goes. So thank you so much for listening. and We'll see you in the next episode. Till next time, be blessed.